0: It's time for AI News, brought to you by AI W Podcast.
1: So, time for some middle break here, and um, we're just going to have a small section where we speak about some recent news articles that happened, and each one of us can pick one or two articles that we want to speak about. And we're trying to keep it short, a couple of minutes per article. We usually fail, but we'll do our best to keep it short. Anyone that wants to go first? I have one favorite article for sure. I have some others as well, but one that I love to speak about. Anyone else that wants to go first, or or should I try?
2: You do it. Yes.
1: So, um, DeepMind, uh, of course, once again, but they came out with an article about AGI, and and trying in a you know scientific way to properly define what is really AGI, artificial general intelligence, and I have really lacked that kind of definition. And it also comes back to you, Magnus, uh, dislike of AI as a term, because it's so hard to define. But now, finally, someone is properly trying to define what AGI really means. So they did it by trying to, for one, compare different definitions of AGI. And and, and yeah, I am not going to go through all of that, but they did it in a way similar to self-driving cars. So in self-driving cars, you have like five levels of self-driving where you know level five is full self-driving without even having the possibility for a human to take control. And you don't even have a wheel or gas pedal to, to, to take control with. And it's probably fully automated. So then they define these kind of levels of uh, AGI and they compared narrow AI to general AI. So they have like a table and then saying level zero is no a- AI at all. And then level five is like superhuman AI. And um, basically, level one is something that's better than an unskilled human, and then you had level two, you better than the 50, 50th percentile, like an average human, of skilled humans, and then you had something above 90 percent 90% percentile of skilled people, and four was like ninety-nine percent uh, of, of all people, and then level five is basically hundred percent better than any human ever. And they said for narrow AI, we do have level five AIs. So they said uh, examples like alpha fold, you know, doing mm-hmm. protein folding, for example, is significantly superior to whatever any human can do today. And stockfish and, and alpha zero, like uh, playing chess. There is no way that any human ever could beat a machine today in playing chess. So there is clearly some level five AIs out there when it comes to narrow AI, very specific tasks. But for AGI, for general intelligence, they say that it's only level one today. Um, so for level one, which is the level zero is basically no AGI at all. So they, they do think there are some general AI, but only on level one. And that is basically the chat GPTs and BARGE and LAMA2s and these kind of large language models that, that we have today. So they're basically saying that at at the AGI level, we are basically at, we're better than the somewhat unskilled human in general tasks. And I think that's a really interesting thing. I, I hear some people saying that ChatTBT is already, AGI is here. No, it is not. And, and I certainly don't think so myself. I'm not sure if, what do you think if, if ChatTBT is, is an AGI already?
2: So do you mean that this is the definition you have to be on a certain level to be yeah, so, so considered pro- as a, a Proper GNI.
1: AGI would be that we have level 5 AGI, and, and we only have, according to this paper, mm. level 1 AGI. So mm. better than an unskilled human, basically. And I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then they had another scale as well, which is more autonomy. So then they had a level 0 to five as well when it comes to yeah that's this is the mm. the AI levels but then they had another one further down the paper speaking about autonomy And i think this is actually even more interesting potentially uh, saying if you have autonomy level zero then no ai is involved at all humans do everything
2: mm.
1: and then when you go up the levels at level five you do have the full self-driving experience basically there is no way that human even is involved yeah, here it is. There is autonomy level five. So that means that it, it is completely autonomous. No human is involved in the process of doing something. Now, when the reason I, I, I think these autonomy levels are interesting is I think autonomy is harder than general tasks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I potentially think that a full self-driving car like a Tesla that... Uh, is getting increasingly autonomous. Is certainly not at level five, but to have not only perception. I think the ChatGPTs basically have an awesome world model. They have an awesome perception ability to understand text in different ways, which is really awesome. It's just but it's just the perception. Mm. If you want to do something, you also need to plan something to, to have the reasoning to plan something, and you need to control something. So for a for a car, you have the perception, the cameras, and you can turn it into vector space, as Elon Musk calls it. And then you have the planning, and then you have the control. Mm. And uh, in version 12 of the FSD, they basically have neural nets for all of that. That is getting something closer to something that is AGI in terms of they can do any task. Yeah. So, So my favorite way of testing this is basically to say, if I can't think of a single task that the AI can't do better, then we have agi today it's super simple to say uh, what can chatgpt not do well it can't uh, you know cure cancer or it can't yeah. do it can't go out and uh, write a treatment plan in a good way uh, it can't it's so easy to find you know so many different things it cannot do so it's so far away from having agi at level 5 yeah. so uh, and especially if you connect it to the physical world to robotics, something that is embodied in the physical world, which is super hard. Yeah. Then you know Tesla actually do have a car. They even have the Tesla Bot, which is a humanoid robot. So they have also the connection to the control aspect. So they actually have connected the the perception, the planning, and the control, but for a narrow task. Anyway, yeah, well, I think it's, it's super interesting to to have this kind of finally some scientific definition and reasoning about you know what is really AGI. Yeah. And how far has we come, Have we come so far?
2: That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, is it useful? Do you think with this kind of definitions when working with the uh, things you d- you do?
3: Uh, I, I think it's getting more and more more useful. To we like AI terms? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> working
2: with science.
3: Yeah, exactly. No, uh, yes. Yeah, si- yeah, if it's mm. based on science, I think it's good. Of mm-hmm. course. Um, I think I need to contemplate a little bit about these kind of all these levels and the different scales, but um, and also I think I'm not sure what is the purpose of having or thinking about AGI. I mean, for, for me, it's like is there a use of at all? I mean, practical use of thinking about it. I mean, uh, for me, it's like can we create a artificial general doctor? Or I mean, and that is it's not general, but it's kind of kind of semi-narrow kind of thing <laughs> uh, yeah. so, 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 could, i don't know i mean
1: if you take a radiologist for example yeah the ai that we have today that is narrow simply can look at a single image and do the segmentation i guess yeah but what you want to have is an ai that can do be much more general mm. to actually do the proper diagnosis as well to build up the proper treatment plans to even speak to the patient and perhaps have a what do you call it in medical term, the bed manners or the social abilities to mm. to have the proper psychological discussion with the patients as well
2: It's you like m- multifunctions yeah. in AI
3: but I mean that AI do not r- have to drive a car or I mean it's like somehow it's kind of narrow, mm. perhaps r- ca- ca- quite broad, but, it's, but it's, in it's, terms it's sort of limitations at least what, what it's yeah. supposed to handle.
1: But sometimes if you mm. take the full separate driving car we getting st- stuck in this topic, but, but it's kind of interesting, I think. Some people claim that as you go to the limit in the time of, of self-driving car, it requires you to have a world model in some way. It requires you to not understand that you have cars in different lanes or that this is a pedestrian or whatnot. It suddenly requires you to know everything about the world to do proper full self driving, because it is a surprisingly difficult task. And perhaps the same can be argued for a radiologist, that if you really want to have... Uh, a doctor doing also the the difficult edge cases that you have, it's more or less need to have a full understanding of the world or a proper world model to do that. Then it becomes surprisingly general. Even if you just want to drive a car or do a treatment plan and help a patient. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, I I think I get get your point, but I do see also that the more you come towards the sort of edge of, what what this sort of ai is supposed to be the less likely it is that this will ever be used or so i mean i mean a self-driving cars you need to understand the world around you and all these kind of things and there might come an elephant suddenly and it's a very low risk but it might come
1: or you have an ethical dilemma of, uh, here is a child and a dog and i need mm. to know what which one to run over yeah Suddenly it requires a lot of...
2: That's a hard question.
1: Right.
3: Yeah, exactly. How would a human being... (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Then you come really close, I think, to having a general world knowledge and ethical knowledge to Mm. to solve it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: But it's based on... uh, Well, that's quite... It's a disturbing example. But if you are a human who doesn't like children Mm. and love (laughs) dogs, I'm just saying... (laughs)
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I Kind of <laughs> understand that feeling. <laughs> wow. I, have, I have four kids and one dog.
2: Yeah, I have four kids and two dogs. <laughs> oh, two, <absolutely>. two dogs.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Cool. When do you think we will have AGI Magnus? Uh, to be honest, never. Never. Yeah. In,
3: not in my lifetime, at least. Hmm. I think that's a simple answer.
1: Mm. I think earlier, but uh, much all earlier. All right, right. Cool. What do you think, Luis?
2: Well, who lives will see.
1: It's a very diplomatic answer. Yes. I mean. <laughs> cool. <laughs> do you have a topic. Well,
2: <laughs> I had uh, actually I ran over this uh, uh, topics from uh, S- University of Stockholm. They had a uh, uh, an information about a new um, project that they had science project about global. Um, Uh, steering of AI and the democracy challenges that there is. And I was so happy about this because I have really uh, seeked for initiatives that doesn't talk about uh, ethics in AI only in this kind of ethical um, questions that we just did, like children, dogs, or uh, weapons, or automated processes. Actually, that they, th- this project uh, they had got like uh, six point four million kroners from Vetenskapsrådet uh, uh, here in Sweden, and and the, they will uh, try to find um, some kind of uh, a way to a framework, I would say, uh, to help uh, help us see what kind of impact does this AI have on the society, and what kind of uh, globally. Um Like the human rights do we need uh, in devel- developing AI and also to put to how does we put uh, pull the the values in the society globally and you were also talking about this uh, summit that now arise where you uh, talk with governments and business and, and scientists talking about the implication of using AI in society. And this is one of the things that I have been missing for many, many years. Not only talking about AI in a, from a data perspective, but also from a science, uh, social science perspective. So I was really happy about this. Uh, and, and what are you, your point on in that, uh, Anders? Coming from this uh, more data science and AI, have you yeah. also, as me, lacked the discussion in uh, in other areas in science like mm. those?
1: So let me see if I um, understood you correctly. So, uh, thinking of AI from a more social point of view, or thinking from AI in, in kind of can you just elaborate a bit more?
2: Yeah, how uh, it, it, it's uh, it's a framework for. Uh, Government basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's the ethic on and where and how to use AI and, and in, from a, from a uh, democratic point of view. Mm-hmm. So if you compare it to your human rights, you know, the human rights uh, rise in, in our society from the 50s after Second World War. And we had a problem with how to um, make sure that everyone in the world has some kind of equal rights mm. uh, and then there were no AI mm. so when AI arise and the use of data data economy and and the also the national boundaries are, are not attacked uh, mm. um, not like they were so when we see as as a, as a global citizens mm. so do we need a framework how to uh, look for uh, a more democratic way of using AI. Mm. Another example is that uh, the Sweden is a, is a country that we, we have uh, Magnus and we have Sahlgrenska and we have yeah. people like you working with AI in a certain way. But uh, we, in Sweden we are quite... Um,
1: um, so we want the equal access, I guess, yeah. to the power of AI in some way. Mm. And, and people that do have AI will have know large number of benefits that people that do not have ai in the future yeah and then the question is should it be a human right in some case or, or yeah and different? do we
2: need human rights also when we talk about the use of ai and the data
3: mm-hmm. yeah tough question it's really interesting i mean there, there are so many sort of basic values that we need to discuss now mm-hmm. i mean that we didn't discuss the last years but the like one year ago, we perhaps we shouldn't discuss this, but now we do it because there's the development is happening so fast. And it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um what, what is, I think, also like the as a human being, are you, are you entitled to have a work to go to that is, or if you are, if AI takes over or mm. everything that, so there's just a few people that do something productive and all the others just float around or watching Netflix at home. Is that what is that? Uh, is that the society we want to have or how that would exactly. that affect individuals or what, what is your right as an individual to have to go to work and do something productive i mean i don't know there are so many things that could be discussed mm. or should be discussed mm. around this which
1: is uh, what's your thoughts
2: well i think that uh, you can put it this in also a perspective in where the world are heading uh, and i think that we need uh, the the world would really need a discussion about the morality uh, in the use of of technology to the benefits of both the the environment, but also Mm. for humans not to to kill each other, Mm. I would say, basically. Uh, But also that there are inequalities in in how we use the resources. Um, And and if you want to, you know, uh, use a lot of batteries or or other tech materials to increase the use of AI and tech and data. You're a quite rich country, and it affects the other parts of, of the global. Mm. Uh, so, of course, this is not only a, a question for, for Sweden and, or for Europe. I mm. think that uh, you, you should probably need some kind of framework uh, and discussion about the ethics, about using AI. Because if we do it in our hospitals, as as we have been talking about this hour, mm. and then perhaps we would have a different uh, labor market mm. Mm. in the future, and other countries that doesn't have this uh, way of having healthcare, they will be lacking behind, and we would use a lot of more resources. So one question is: is how do we prevent uh, the world to be more unequal? Mm. Yeah. I know this is a big question, but we are drinking beer and (laughs) having a nice conversation. But I think that's quite interesting. And what I I really appreciate uh, is that there are some science projects focusing on this because we have had a lot of uh, focus on uh, applying AI and also those kind of ethics around weapons and and anonymity or stuff like that.
1: Yeah, a really good, uh, like philosophical question or almost. Um, yeah, but I, I guess it it will be a potentially like a c- class differentiator in some way. The people with and without access to AI in some way.
3: Yeah, but I guess the adoption. I mean, I with the, I think about okay, we in Sweden or the Western countries, we have our healthcare system and everything is very rigid and very hard to change. Whereas in I don't know third world countries where mm. where, the, where it's not. But when you when you get sort of automation, you get an AI or an app which can mm. help you with your with your disease. Basically, you, you cure. You can get be cured. You can get you can cure, cure of yourself. yourself. Yeah. Then the then adop- adoption question. will be much much faster. When yeah. it comes to in Sweden, it will take forever and ever. Yeah. So I think there's like also this kind of it's not a divide, but it's it's not just.
2: We perhaps we are the one who is going to be left behind. It might be. might be. I mean,
3: th- I mean, when it comes to banking, for instance, we uh, had in mm. Sweden, we had this kind of work, whereas in <laughs> other countries where didn't, the bank system was not... The, they immediately went to the mobile mm. phone and had... Exactly. So there's like things happening... You other- can leapfrog in
1: some mm. cases. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. think Africa was an example of that. They just, just skipped over the landlines and just went mm. to mobile phones. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And,
2: and China is a really big country, and they are using AI and, and tech in their society in a whole different way. Right.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yes.
2: And we have this um, face recognition discussion here in Sweden. Uh-huh. And the, we feel in our guts that that's probably wrong. But then the internet us and they had a really interesting report now for some weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they showed that as, I think it was nearly 50% of the Swedish population thinks that face recognition in camera society mm-hmm. is a good thing.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting. <clears throat> So perhaps the values also are shifting.
0: It will be interesting to see correlation between the last year's uh, report uh, and this year's report, mm-hmm. because this year we have like a quite a lot of um, as well reasons why people would like to have it. Yeah, right
2: It was I think that uh, it was a, uh, a shift in mind yes. shift.
0: because if you see uh, security has been a major news and a basically actual topic in mm. sweden this last year so it. i think there is like a good correlation between that report and what is happening in society right now
1: mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I see we're sure. speaking far too long at each <laughs> topic here. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it was my fault. I spoke the longest, I think. Yeah. Magnus, do you have any uh, new sort Oh, I
3: think my mine was the explainable
1: AI. Ah, so I'm okay. sorry yeah. about no, no, that. I, didn't bring, I didn't bring another one. <laughs> no, no, that's perfect. Uh, go on. do you have anything?
0: All right, so I will do a short... Um, News, uh, several ones, <clears throat> so we don't have to argue on all of them. <laughs> uh, it somehow it feels like every uh, every episode, uh, like we're doing commercial for three companies and we are not paid for it. Right. Right. Oh, four, including, including Tesla, right? So <laughs> yes. I think we should get paid just basically talking about these companies. But this is what is happening in the AI area right now. You have some of the giants just basically running and running, and we are just looking from aside side and seeing in, uh, what is going on. So these are the seven, actually, news that I have, short ones. <clears throat> so it's a battle between Mi- uh, Microsoft OpenAI uh, and Google, I would say. So Microsoft uh, following the OpenAI announcement of uh, basically every user to be able to do their own chat GPT uh, which was called OpenAI developer, I think. So now builder, builder, yes, exactly. So now Microsoft actually has done the same uh, in the Microsoft Suite. So you have something which is called Microsoft Copilot Studio. So you will be able to do your own uh, um, copilots uh, in Microsoft. Um, Continuing with OpenAI, basically there it's it's, uh, now official rumored that they're working on ChatGPT5. Uh, we should be coming up the next year, end of next year 2024. Um, the discussion regarding is actually okay. So they're still bleeding money. So um, uh, the money needs to come from somewhere and um, I guess they will need to get a little bit more money from Microsoft in order to develop that, especially uh, because of the latest dr- uh, rumor as well that they're trying to get uh, recruits from uh, Google, Meta and different, especially from recruits offering uh, packages up till from. from to 10 million actually for people transferring from Google to open AI. So the war for talent is uh, on open field right now. on a similar way but a little bit uh, we were talking last week actually that nobody's talking about uh, traditional AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Anymore, uh, so, so Google obviously is thinking about that very much. So they, I think it was yesterday or the day before, uh, Google DeepMind presented the new traditional uh, machine learning model that was predicting uh, weather more accurately <laughs> oh, yes. than everybody else, and you can actually have this on your computer. So this was. Yeah. Uh, uh, quite uh, uh, exciting things to have and if you see... The first time we have a news that is not generative AI. Yes, yeah. exactly and I think <laughs> it's so nice and I think that there is something uh, uh, with this news that I was reading about Google, Google it's very interesting how they're implementing all of these new things in their uh, products, mm. reinforcing their products without actually being so loud so for example they updated uh, uh, Google Maps uh, with five new features so now you have an immersive 3D view, you have search with AI in the Google, you You have EV charging stations now in Google, so you you don't have to uh, search for them anymore. You have navigation AI enhancement and then you have new uh, um, augmented reality features that is added. All of that is not ChatGPT, some of them are, or not ChatGPT, but generative AI. Uh, Some of them are traditional ones. And as well they're looking to buy something which is called um, a company called Character.AI which actually makes like characters uh, uh, based on an LLM model so you can have your Elon Musk that is Speaking with you. Um, Who uh, wants that? Well, <laughs> I think it's uh, um, if you look at what is going on. So Meta, Meta started building their own uh, uh, some characters, mm. and um, Microsoft is doing the same. And uh, now I guess Google is going to the same thing. And that was it uh, from my side. So it was actually six. It was not seven. Mm. So I'm done for so this week.
2: It's been a, a week of co thing.
0: Yes, I think mm. that everything that is happening right now is just. Um, LLMs, but uh, surprisingly, we had one traditional AI,
1: so...